The WBEN All Local. All Local. A daily look at what's happening in Buffalo, Western New York, and the world. I'm Susan Rose. I'm Brian Mazurowski. And let's start right now at the National Weather Service this morning. Meteorologist Jim Mitchell joining us live, getting ready for Lake Effect Round 2. Jim, what are we in for? Yeah, this morning we're going to have a a little bit of very light snow for the morning commute. Uh, Maybe a coating on the roadways, but nothing major this morning. Uh, As uh, you mentioned, as we go into this afternoon, uh, we'll start to see the Lake Effect snow ramp up again off the east end of Lake Lake Erie. And that'll be mainly across the southern tier in southern Erie County through uh, early tonight. That band is then going to shift north later tonight uh, into tomorrow right across the Buffalo Metro. Uh, it'll be very impactful for the Wednesday morning and Wednesday evening commutes. Uh, that's when we'll see the heaviest snow here. It'll be Wednesday through Wednesday evening. That band will then shift back south as we go into uh, later Wednesday night and into Thursday morning. And then that'll, as it weakens, it'll shift back north on Thursday afternoon. Uh, it maybe get another several inches with that before weakening completely and falling apart. Um, so we've got you know a couple different uh, periods here where some other uh, some people are under the gun, some people aren't. You know, it's typical with lake effect. Uh, we'll, we'll just today, in terms of let's say the next 24 hours, uh, who should expect the snow and how much just in the next day? So, like I said, it's going to start out uh, in the southern tier and in southern Erie County, and that'll be through the first half of tonight. So, southern Erie and, and western Wyoming counties. Uh, we'll see the most snow, uh, maybe 6 to 12 inches down there. And then that band is going to shift north and intensify uh, more as we get into later tonight and tomorrow, uh, first half of tomorrow, uh, as it gets up across the Buffalo metro area. And that's going to last, like I said, right through uh, Wednesday into Wednesday evening, where the heaviest snow will be up this way. All right, so that will affect the metro area both for the morning commute tomorrow and the afternoon commute tomorrow. How much accumulation do you think the metro area is going to see? Uh, total snow accumulation, and, and again, most of that is going to fall from very late tonight and through the first half of Wednesday night. And we're looking anywhere between one and two feet, possibly, uh, with some isolated areas, uh, the most persistent snows, possibly seeing upwards of three feet. Well, uh, decent snowfall there. Uh, what is uh, What should we expect in terms of visibility? Because that was really the big issue over the weekend that, uh, you know, we got a decent amount of snow, obviously, but the visibility concerns that people had over the weekend really kind of ground everyone to a halt Saturday night into Sunday. Is it the same type of concern this round of snowfall, or is it a little bit different? Well, the snowfall will be, we could see up to two inches per hour, which obviously you're going to have near, I would say maybe zero visibility, but well under eighth mile, quarter mile visibility. So, very poor visibility, but the difference with this one is that the winds aren't going to be as strong. There is one period of, of, of gusty winds, possibly up to 40 miles per hour, and that's going to be Wednesday afternoon and Wednesday evening. So that could uh, really impact the Wednesday evening commute. Uh, but other than that, the winds don't look to be as much of a factor nearly as they were over this past weekend. Jim, the lake's been pretty warm for this time of year. Is there any ice starting to form out on the lake? I did uh, hear today that the far west end, which is typical um, near Sandusky Bay on the far western end of Lake Erie, did glaze over today, but that's all the ice cover as of now. Okay, so not much help there. Hey, uh, thanks so much for the update, and we'll keep in touch over the next several uh, days, really. Jim Mitchell, meteorologist with the National Weather Service, talking about the snow still to come. Last week's deadly blizzard? 
had an impact on how the region responded to this past weekend storm. Here's WBEN's Tom Puckett. For Buffalo Public Works Commissioner Nate Martin, crews were ready to help fire and police this time around. We put um, emergency uh, vehicle uh, escort vehicles, so those front-end loaders were with police and were with fire out of the gate um, 11 p.m. the night before the snow hit. As it turned out, those were not needed. We didn't get that intensity that required it, but you know, in case we did, we were prepared to be able to escort those uh, those emergency response vehicles around the city. Erie County Emergency Services Commissioner Dan Neverth Jr. says compared to last year's blizzard, there was more coordination this time between communities. Not that there weren't communications between a lot of the entities the last time, but I think that they were tightened down. I think people were hyper aware of the fact that uh, you need to pick up the phone and we need to be able to make calls. Uh, I think that coordination aspect of it, and it was done uh, it, it was done not even just collaboratively, but it was certainly done throughout this storm now as if we're one team. And Cheek Duwaga Supervisor Brian Nowak says coordinated response works, but each storm is different. We didn't know what was going on with uh, this particular uh, snow band. It, it, you know, some of what we thought was going to happen didn't. Uh, other aspects of it moved along like we expected. Hear more online. Tom Puckett, WBEN.com News. All right, Tom, thank you. Bills win. It was a, what a game uh, yesterday. Beating the Steelers 31-17 to after a snowstorm over a day's delay. Buffalo comes out on top. Blitz coming. Allen steps up in the pocket, going to take off and run. Has the first down and more to the 40, to the 35, 30. Breaks away. 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Josh Allen. Yeah, give him a flex, Josh. You just schooled them with their back turned. Oh, what a <laughs> unbelievable run. That's the longest playoff touchdown run in Bills history. They move on to the divisional round of the playoffs for the fourth straight year. Fans somehow packing the stands that were packed with snow. Sean McDermott, after the game, sounded pretty impressed with that. Bills Mafia showed up. I know that there wasn't always clean seats to sit on, but it didn't seem like it mattered to them. So I applaud Bills Mafia for showing up the way that they did in the fashion that they did. Bills now move on to play Kansas City Sunday, 6.30 kickoff in Orchard Park. And Bills fans who braved the elements were glad they did. They spoke with WBEN's Brayton Wilson. For some Bills fans like Shane from Florida, formerly from Rochester, Monday was one of the more surreal days with the Bills earning another win in the playoffs. This team has gone on such an incredible run, and we've seen this year after year that it just feels like it's coming up short, or it feels like this might be the game, it's going to end it. This is going to be what's going to cost us. And I mean, we were up 21 nothing and I was like I didn't feel the Steelers were done just yet and you know I was so glad to watch this team despite all the injuries kind of just rebound find ways to push through and just find a way to get through this game and hold a sizable lead to the Steelers throughout the entire night. In the hours following the snowfall from the weekend's winter storm that buried much of western New York many fans in the stands had to deal with the snow however many took it in stride and even utilized the snow to contribute in some celebrations following some significant plays throughout the contest. This morning I was looking at the stuff where they posted all the seats and all that with the snow covered and all that I was like how are we gonna do that but um yeah it was really fun it was a really fun environment seeing all every time we scored you know the snow going up it was really fun that was Bill's fan Landon from Eden for fans like Bill from Hamburg he expects Sunday's matchup with the Chiefs to have some relevance to past matchups in the postseason with Kansas City at Arrowhead Stadium I went to the Kansas City Bills game in Kansas City where we lost in overtime so I think this year we're gonna have some payback. Hear more from Bills fans following Sunday's win over the Steelers, available on our website. Brayton Wilson, WBEN.com News. All right, what a uh, game, what a, a 
everything, right? Yes. Getting there, you know, just everything involved with uh, the game day experience. It was probably one no one will ever forget. How great though to Park. come out with a win on top of you everything to. that everyone went through. You over needed the to after uh, the weekend. You needed to get that win. It sets up just a humongous game. This Sunday evening. Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast. A general slight snow across the area this morning. Lake effect snow will develop south of Buffalo late this morning through this afternoon before shifting northward as we head into this evening. Overnight, expect lake effect snow to be near Buffalo. The morning commute on Wednesday and the afternoon commute on Wednesday will be impacted with some heavy lake effect snow coming in off of Lake Erie. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aram. What a win it was yesterday. Howard Simon on with us to break it all down and talk about what to expect next week. Howard, glad to have you on this morning. Thanks for uh, coming on. And uh, I'm sure what was not a lot of sleep last night because who could get to sleep? Incredible win against the Steelers. I, I, there's so many great moments from that game yesterday. Do you have a favorite part of watching that win? Well, yeah, I mean, I guess, oh, wow, that's a tough one. Uh, I actually did love the people celebrating, not throwing yeah. snowballs on the field, but throwing the snow up in the air. I thought that was pretty cool. The Josh Allen run, the touchdown run, uh, was amazing. As, and I can't believe we can say that after we've seen Josh Allen how many times over the years do stuff like that. But that was, pre- that was pretty amazing. But the Shakir touchdown was phenomenal. I mean, it, you know, I, I honestly wasn't nervous. I didn't think the Bills were going to lose the football game. But, if, you know, it was one score, and that's a big play, and it's – Third down, if he doesn't break out of that tackle. Third and, I think, like, seven or eight around the 18. If you don't get it, McDermott's probably kicking a field goal, and Bass was struggling. So, for me, the Shakir breaking out of that and getting the touchdown because of the significance of the play and how he managed it, that was my favorite moment. How resilient is this team? I mean, we're they're getting decimated with injuries, right? Yeah. But they, they just oh, keep on pulling up the next man. McDermott was talking after the game last night about a Zoom stretch that they held on Sunday just to make sure that everybody was, you know, staying on the course here and getting ready for I the mean, next game. You know, look, it was bad enough at the beginning of the season when you lost, you know, one of your better defensive t- uh, linemen, defensive tackles, and maybe your best overall player on the team in Milano. And then, of course, Trey White goes down. And it took a few weeks. You know, I think the defense eventually adjusted and guys stepped into those roles, and they were they were playing well down the end of the season. But you're looking at the game yesterday. At some point in the second half, there's five backups out there. There's two backup linebackers. There's three backup cornerbacks. Um, it, it's it's ridiculous how the injuries have really ravaged the defense. But you know, credit for them. You know, AJ Klein comes in and makes some plays, and Dane Jackson and Cam Lewis has to go in and play. So credit to those guys for for stepping in. But This is a huge week to monitor the injuries, of course, with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs coming in here. You'd like to get a whole bunch of these guys on defense back, especially Russell Douglas. And, and, you know, Kair Elam, he's one of the guys that kind of fits that bill that you were just mentioning, Howard, uh, has been off the field for much of the year, whether that's because of injury or because of uh, play. They, you know, didn't feel he was up to par with the other cornerback options they had. You see him take a penalty down by the goal line, and you're just kind of thinking, "Uh uh-oh, here we go again, this guy. And that makes this huge play. Yeah. No, that's and that's that's great because – I think a lot of us are, are down on Elam and it looks like a failed first round draft pick and the guy's a healthy scratch and he can't get on the field. And not only did he, he takes the penalty, he also gets bowled over, I think maybe by Fryermuth 
on a third down catch that was short of the first down. He bowls over Elam and <clears throat> gets the first down. That's a big touchdown. You know, it's now instead of 14-7, it's 14 nothing, and the Bills take the ball, and they drive down the field, and they get a touchdown and to make it 21 nothing. So that was a really big swing, and good for him. I mean, that's obviously really good for his confidence and something that hopefully will help him going forward, especially if he has to play, you know, Sunday against Kansas City. How about the story, though, of A.J. Klein, who literally came off the street to come back and play? I mean, he was in an RV headed for Florida. Yeah, so RV with the family in Florida or playing football and, you know, single-digit wind chills. I guess he's probably happy playing football. Yeah, I I thought even last year, too, like we've seen this from A.J. Klein before where they get some injuries and he'd step in and he'd be a solid replacement. So, but, but I think that, yeah, that's something about this franchise, this, uh, you know, McBean, uh, Bean and McDermott have done a pretty good job of identifying talent and some guys it's really hard to replace. Of course, I mean, the Terrell Bernard injury, hopefully it's, it's not anything serious. I saw a tweet that maybe it's only a sprained ankle, but the, this, this organization with, the, with these guys running it, Susan, have done a really effective job of usually having an answer for someone who either leaves via free agency or if there's a run of injuries, like you said, identifying Klein. How about, I mean, Leonard Floyd, the signing in June, turns out to be a brilliant move by Brandon Bean. The drafting of Khalil Shakir is paying off big time here in year number two. So they're, they're really solid in identifying talent and, and more often than not having an answer. It was hard to not look forward, right, uh, during the game yesterday especially when the bills were off to a great start because you knew what was on the other side of it and now you've got kansas city coming to buffalo uh in the playoffs no less i think it's been 15 uh hundred years since the chiefs have played in orchard park whoa, whoa, or at least it whoa, seems that down, way slow down slow down with the 1500 years buddy i covered that, that game the last yeah. time they were here okay uh, but <laughs> well, take it I, easy on the old remarks it, it's the game we've all been waiting for right Absolutely. Yeah. Look, and I, I mean, I want, we all want the bills to win because we're dying for a Super Bowl. but you want to talk about getting even the, the last thing anybody wants is to have Kansas city end the Bills season for the third time in four years and this time in Orchard park. So yeah, I, I I'm not going to tell you, be careful what you wish for, but it is still Patrick Mahomes. Now the good news is this chief's team doesn't look like previous chief's teams. They've just been out of sync offensively. Kind of like, remember, the Bills were going through that funk with their offense leading to the dismissal of Dorsey, and then they kind of turned things around a little bit. Well, the Chiefs just have not hit their stride, and they're just not the same offense for some reason. Um, so, yeah, I think the timing is, is really good. That's why I think, honestly, the one thing that would make – I'm confident they can beat the Chiefs. I'm confident they'll be able to, to win the football game. The one thing for me that would make me nervous is Mahomes facing – half the starting unit being backups. It's really huge this week to monitor the injury story. For sure. And this could be another weather week, right? If you look at the forecast, which actually seems to fire everybody up around here. Yeah. So another, yeah, I, I didn't want to bring this up off the top, but why are you guys doing this? What What's up with you and Brian delivering all this stupid, crazy weather news? No, no, uh, Howard, Howard, Howard. Hey. It's the weatherman fault. It's the meteorologist, not us. We're just relaying the message. I heard it from you. My, my, I heard you through my phone and Susan tell me about this Lake Effect band. So as far as I'm concerned, you're the one who's responsible. They make the weather with their weather machines. Yeah. We're and just we the messenger. Just you put out the message. It. You, 
you can change it and change it into sunny and 80 if you want. <laughs> I, I, I could say that. Don't yeah. tempt me, Howard. <laughs> yeah, no, that, I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, you want to, you know, the people sitting in piles of snow, you, some people clearing out seats, but I mean, I don't even know what, what it was like in the stadium yesterday, but with all the snow that was in the rows, you know, going to a football game and either standing for the whole time or sitting in a pile of snow dedication and that's i think you know bills fans are uh uh they're tough and uh susan nothing will stop them not even another lake effect snowman right that's right well howard thanks so much for uh, coming on with us and uh, look forward to seeing you soon okay guys hope you're doing well all right howard simon joining us talking about what a, what a game and then what is coming up next week can't wait for it that's the WBEN All Local. All new episodes are made available each weekday morning, produced by the award-winning WBEN Newsroom.